Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Historic moment for the FDNY, the department's first female commissioner. I'm Sean Adams outside Engine 33, Ladder 9. As the subways celebrate their 118th birthday, private security guards are quietly being added to stations to stop fare evasion. It is already showing impact. I'm Marla Diamond on the Upper East Side. And 10 years after Sandy, why are repairs still not done? Steve Burns investigates. A sports reporter's story about the 86 Mets who won the World Series on this date in today's WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound. Good morning, Thursday, October 27th, Halloween closing in. Good morning, I'm Paul Bernay. And I'm Wayne Cabot. You sound so spooky, but the weather is much much less frightful today. I had to put that, those combination of words in front of my mouth there. <laughs> much less frightful today. It's going to be nice and dry and sunny with a high in the 60s. An eight-year veteran of the FDNY about to take over the job full-time is the commissioner, and Sean Adams is here to tell us why this is really an historic choice for the city and for the FDNY. Sean. Well, it's another step forward uh, toward inclusion. Mayor Adams appointed a, a woman to head the police department. He's doing exactly the same thing for the fire department. Laura Cavanaugh is expected to be appointed commissioner later this morning. That's a historic moment. The first uh, woman uh, to be commissioner in the 157-year history of the FDNY. Uh, the announcement expected here at Engine 33, Ladder 9 on Great Jones Street uh, more than a century ago. This was the chief's headquarters in a glorious old Beaux-Arts, uh, Beaux-Arts, that's hard to pronounce, a beautiful French-style building. Uh, it's really a glorious old firehouse. Still has the barn doors uh, when horses uh, pulled the engines. Kavanaugh has been acting commissioner since February when Dan Nigro retired. Uh, she served as his first deputy. Kavanaugh has led an effort to diversify the FDNY. Uh, previously, she was an aide to Mayor de Blasio and worked for President Obama's re-election campaign. Paul, Wayne? So, Sean, any uh, reaction yet? Well, the head of the union representing EMTs uh, congratulates Kavanaugh. Uh, he's quoted as saying that she's a great candidate. Uh, it wasn't that long ago, just, just last month, that the acting commissioner stood side by side with uh, with uh, mourning EMTs in Queens. Uh, they were grieving after the murder of uh, one of their own, Lieutenant Allison Russo. Uh, otherwise, uh, some in the department are wondering why this appointment has taken so long. Why did uh, the mayor wait until now? Uh, this is a major appointment, and uh, Kavanaugh has been filling in as acting commissioner uh, for, for almost a year now. Uh, but apparently all that is a moot point. Kavanaugh gets the nod. 
Sean, thanks. The first subway train rumbled uptown from City Hall on this date back in 1904 on what is now the 6th train. It stopped at Grand Central, took that weird turn to the left, crossed town, and what is now the 1 train, it went all the way uptown to 145th Street. And the mayor who broke ground on what they call the IRT was none other than Robert Anderson. I'm going to say Van Wyck. I know you say Van Wyck. Really? Yeah, Van Wyck. Oh, we're going to have our argument this morning, are we? <laughs> we hash that out daily here. <laughs> well, how to say the name is a controversy 118 years later, but uh, these days there are more weighty things to discuss, and that's subway safety, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Marla Diamond joins us now from one of the early stops on that first train on the Upper East Side. Marla, good morning. How is the MTA going to mark this event in this time of high crime? Oh, good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Paul. Transit President Richard Davey up bright and early to greet commuters in the Bronx, the Queens, and here on the Q train at 72nd and 2nd at a low point for transit with crimes making the news daily. Unarmed security guards at six stations have been added to crack down on ferry evasion, says MTA Chairman Jano Lieber. It is already showing impact on the, the frequency of fare evasion at those stations. And we have now included the addition of 50 of those guards per month over the next few months as part of the new new cops, cameras, and care initiative that was announced over the weekend. Lieber said the introduction of armed guards came as a result of the work of a blue ribbon panel he formed in May to tackle fare evasion, which is on track to cost the MTA $500 million this year alone. So Marla, there was another unprovoked attack last night? Yes, uh, actually, this was over the weekend, Sunday, early Sunday morning at the 82nd Street Jackson Heights Station. Police say a 22-year-old woman waiting for a seven train before dawn. A man approached her, punched her in the face several times and pushed her down a staircase. She suffered a fractured back and injuries to her knee and her right hand. Police have released images of the suspect and they're asking anyone with information to please contact them. Marla Diamond on the subway crime on the anniversary of the subway. Nice change in the weather coming our way and even some colder autumnal stuff to talk about, Craig Allen. It'll get us back to near normal temperatures by day and by night because right now, after a wet start to next week, it looks like we could have another very mild week coming up. But mostly sunny for today, mild and dry. That's the key word. No fog out there, no drizzle and damp weather, 64 to 68 Tonight, clear, cooler, low 45 to 50 in the city, as chilly as 35 to 40 in some suburbs. Tomorrow and Saturday, sunshine, both days, and it's seasonably cool. Give it a degree or two either side of 60, excuse me, and then Sunday, the sun will be followed by increasing clouds and a high of 60 to 65. Right now, a clear sky, 58, humidity 78%, and west-northwest winds 5 to 10. Here's our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen, in the Weather Center on Thursday. And if you're wondering why, the government still hasn't gotten around to fixing some of the major things broken during Sandy 10 years ago. We have a report this morning from Steve Burns at Penn Station about the lingering impact on New York and New Jersey train commuters. Even before Sandy, planners knew they were on borrowed time with the century-old Hudson River train tunnels. Then, those tunnels were slammed with 13 million gallons of salt water. You don't have to be an an engineer to know you don't want a leaking tunnel uh, underwater. So there's a lot of work uh, that was done to to kind of patch those repairs. But Rob Freudenberg at the Regional Plan Association says those Band-Aid repairs can only do so much. You know, we're going to need to shut those tunnels down uh, in the next few years. 
to be able to make the, the long-term repairs to that tunnel. The Gateway Project, two new train tunnels, was announced a year before Sandy, expected to be done by 2021. Ten years later, it still has yet to break ground. And, and it really becomes a sense of, of this being an urgent project, uh, not just one that, that we should do, one that we need to do. The Trump administration refused to move forward on the project, but the gears have recently started turning again, with New York and New Jersey coming to terms on how they'll split the price. But there's another set of tunnels on the other side of Manhattan that still need help. We are obviously still waiting for Amtrak to complete its work in these river tunnels. MTA Chairman Jan Lieber, those tunnels bring Amtrak and Long Island Railroad service into Penn Station. And Amtrak is finally expected to get to work on them once LIRR service starts up at Grand Central in the next couple months. When they take a tunnel out because they're fixing it from Sandy damage, it does uh, constrain the level of service. Um, but we're going to support it so we can get to the other side. At Penn Station, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Burdain with your three things to know on the Morning News Roundup. Well, first, the big jackpot grows bigger after no Powerball winner last night. If you played and used a lot of birthdays as numbers, well, the only number that you could have matched was 19. Saturday's drawing will be an estimated $800 million. Number two, Kanye West, who was escorted out of the Skechers Los Angeles corporate offices after making an unannounced visit yesterday, a day after being dropped by a competitor, Adidas. In a statement, Skechers made it clear it has no intention of working with Kanye West and condemned his anti-Semitism in all forms of hate speech. Third thing, Elon Musk has been seen walking the corporate halls of Twitter, which he takes over by tomorrow. At the latest, he has been meeting the staff at the San Francisco headquarters, a workforce he had said that he would reduce significantly. You wonder how that went yesterday as he was walking around the offices. Elon Musk posted a video showing him entering the building, carrying a sink with the caption, let that sink in. Well, this is going to be great, isn't it? <laughs> you, <laughs> he has a sense of humor. They must love him. He does have a sense of humor, though. He, uh, he changed his Twitter bio to read, Chief Twit. Up next, it's our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for October 27th. Shea Stadium, 1986. This night brought the second and only other World Series crown for the Mets. This is Bill Schweitzer. News 88's Bill Schweitzer covered it. Kind of. Game 7 got rained out on Sunday. Ed Ingalls, the sports director, says, well... I'll cover Game 7, you cover the Monday Night Football game, and I was, like, devastated. That should be enough for a first down. 70,000 people at Giants Stadium watching a pretty good game going on. At least half the people had Sony Watchmans. They're watching Game 7 of the World Series. Now let's get to the lineup. One particular time, early in the game, the two teams are in the huddle. All of a sudden, 70,000 people start yelling and screaming and going crazy. And the players on the field are looking around as if, what the heck happened? This one is gone! Ray Knight had just hit a home run in the World Series. So this happened like three or four times during the game. Nothing going on on the football field, and the entire 70,000 people at Giants Stadium are going crazy because of what's going on at the World Series. Here's another look of Ray Knight. You know, I'm not at Shea Stadium, but I'm kind of part of what's going on at Shea Stadium. It was an unbelievable experience to be there while Game 7 was going on. An amazing night. This is October 27th. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.